Welcome to the GameDev.TV Community Podcast. I'm your host KB, and I would like to introduce you to industry professionals and people who successfully made their path to the video game industry. I hope that you will enjoy the podcast and get useful tips that will bring you closer to achieving your dreams. Now, let's get right into the podcast. But yeah, so welcome to the show. It's the uh, uh, GameDev.TV podcast. So can you just tell the fans, the GameDev.TV community, everyone a little bit about who you are, and then we'll go from there. As they said, my name is Ritwik. And uh, basically, I so right now I'm located in India. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's where I was uh, born. Not exactly brought up there. But, so I completed my education here. I did my high school, uh, middle school, high school, and graduation in uh, computer science, uh, BTEC from India itself. And right now I'm working here as a, a full-time indie game developer. Awesome. I bet it's like the, you're living a dream, right? <laughs> I mean, the, uh, not yet. I'm just, I'm getting there. Yeah. Of <laughs> it's course. It's just the first step. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So did you start programming when you were younger or did you just do that in high school and college? Well, I, I had a knack for uh, computer programming when I was uh, like in seventh grade. So say like 13, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, but, but it wasn't anything very big. It was just basic curiosity, you know. Like, how does this work? How does that work? And just a few few uh, Turbo C++ code back in the day. And then uh, uh, then I think I, I knew that uh, I had a thing for programming. So I, I opted for a programming subject when I was in high school. So we learned the basics there, the, uh, like, properly. Uh, we were educated there. And then after that, uh, I knew that uh, I'm going to take... Uh, game dev seriously so i was like okay uh it's time to maybe get a degree in uh, computer science itself so wow. right and then when it comes to like programming for games was, did you always know you wanted to do that or you just did programming and then eventually you found that gameplay programming is your favorite yeah so it was programming at first uh but then i uh so the thing is that uh, well we Probably everyone in the industry, most of us, at least 98% of us, are always uh, all gamers since the beginning. That's why mm-hmm. we are in this industry yes. in the first place. Yeah, so so even I, I had my good days. But uh, the, the thing that hit me regarding game development programming itself, particularly, it was, I think, in high school. Um, it was when I uh, experienced Uncharted 3 on my mm-hmm. PlayStation 3. So, yeah, it's such a good game. Yeah. So after the game, uh, they had uh, after the credits, they had their, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes uh, videos play. So that was completely new to me. And I was like, oh, hey. And by the time I was pretty into programming. So I was like, if they can do it, uh, like it, it, it looks pretty creative. So why not just, you know, make your two passions together, just bring them together. I love what you said too. See, if they can do it, then like, why can't you do it? And then bring right. both your passions together. You love video games, you love programming. Why not just? You would think logically that would be the best choice. That would be most fun for you. Exactly. So, I was fortunate. I knew where I was going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Many people decide later on. Actually, at least here, I've noticed that. Mm. Well, because they don't know for sure. Like you got probably fortunate to find that you. Exactly. Good at programming, exactly. and you, you can put them together, which is awesome. That's that's good for you to find that because it's hard for. people find their passions and their things early on and it's not that it's better to find it early on but it is like you get a you get a head start essentially you get to practice it while you're young we have all your free time yeah exactly yeah i noticed that a lot in uh computer science in general like arts but other Mm -hmm. careers i see people like 
discovering themselves in their like mid twenties, maybe even late twenties. Yeah, true, 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 completely true. Most of the graduates from here don't have no idea yet, like you know, which specialization are they going to do? Yeah, and that's tough because it's hard to become a valuable asset when you're not specializing in something. Uh, yeah. And when it comes sense. to creative stuff like programming, art, writing a book, stuff like that, to me, I feel like it's it's something that you have to spend a lot of time on. It's not something you just take a few tests, get certified, and be like, all right, I'm this. It's more like you actually have to constantly yeah. learning new things, constantly creating. Yeah, so it's... got to have a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. But it's always more rewarding. I feel like people, if you get it right, not, not everyone, but if you can get like this game development right, a program right, it's more rewarding. You feel like you're actually pushing yourself, you're actually getting stuff done. Where I've seen other people in other professions where it's kind of just too easy that they feel bored or they feel like they're not achieving a lot of things. And it's just interesting seeing that and seeing people in the game community being like, oh no, we're getting after it, we're making this, we're doing that. I've learned all these skills. I'm like, dang, what? Even in, even in my case, to be honest, uh, like here, even programming in general, like software engineering in general, uh, there was a point that I was like, oh, I, I'm not sure if I need to go there. Will I get bored? Uh, that's, why, that, that's why games hit, because, you know, in games, you get visual feedback. Like you actually see uh, things move because of you. So it's like you're doing art with binary. That's <laughs> so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it pumps you up. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Now, how do you like schedule your day? Do you feel like you have like a handled on your day? How you get your tasks done, all that stuff? Uh, well, <laughs> to be honest, uh, it's it's been a roller coaster regarding schedules. Yeah. Because uh, like especially when starting off uh, and in when you're working for indie studios, you can try your best to keep you know like a nine to five kind of thing, but it doesn't always go that way. Now, how come is it just it's just the industry itself, the the work you have to yeah. do, the comp studios? Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so the thing is, uh, like, uh, in India, right, the gaming market is very, uh, like, has high potential, but hasn't got there yet. So, game development here itself is a different story. Even pursuing game dev is pretty rare. Mm. I mean, um, how, how come? Is because of the society, or just not enough studios? No, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. So the uh, it's been like a few uh, recent years that they, you know, new studios, and uh, the uh, game market has been. So it's because of the development of Android phones and all. Like, uh, who would have thought? Like, you know, uh, there would be a time that we'd be able to run good, functional games like big games on your mobile devices. Mm -hmm. No, that's, and, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and according to India's population and economy, uh, taking it on, like for an average family, everyone necessarily doesn't have a console or a PC, so the large amount always game on their mobile. Mm. Oh, that's so, interesting. I never thought of yeah. it like that. Like the whole entire country, because not everyone has a phone. I mean, a PC or console. They're making exactly. games. They're playing games on their phones. So then now the the whole entire like game development community in India has to like push out better, more fun. Uh, very more yeah. immersive and filled so, with tons of content games. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's crazy. And it's just probably going to... I bet... So you yeah. work for a company that does mobile games? Yeah. So so it's like... Uh, so the market is pretty different here, like I said. So, for example, uh, it's because of the... So there are different uh, prices, right? Like, for example, if the PS5 has, uh, has been launched for like uh, $500, uh, 
uh, for 99 to be exact. But uh, in India, when it comes uh, like uh, shipment and everything, it, it just raises the price so high that normally all families, like the average family, can't afford it. Yeah, it's what so, like 500. What's the currency in India? I think it's uh one uh one dollar is I think 75 rupees. So yeah, so it's like what 50,000 rupees to get a PS5. Yes. It's insane, right? Because that just doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah. Exactly. So wow. that's why uh, you know everyone's concentrating on mobile. That uh, which is why it's funny because when I started game development, uh, my ultimate goal was you know to maybe someday into a AAA work on consoles and now. So I picked up uh, Unreal Engine, but the there was a there's a huge scarcity uh, of studios who use Unreal Engine here. So because uh, everyone's mostly on Unity. That makes sense because Unity is really good for mobile games, whereas Unreal exactly is really yeah. It's so, tough. Uh, even even like uh, I'm talking during the time where Unreal, uh, like right now, Unreal is doing a pretty good job with the marketplace. You know the monthly free assets that they do, but uh, back then, uh, like uh, th- that wasn't the case. And Unity had pretty f- uh, very uh, liberal free stuff on their asset stores that you know anyone could pick up. Hmm. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah go back so, not that long. Uh, yeah. Unreal was like paid straight up. Like, it changed like what five years ago. Oh really? I didn't know that. I started using yeah. Unreal like four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. It started being free in 2015. Dang, that explains what. Yeah, because the Unreal course came out the year after. And I how much did it cost? Sixteen. Yeah. How much did the uh, Unreal cost uh, back then, Ricardo? I have no idea. Uh, I remember I'm reading sure the news. Yeah, I saw the news that it was free. That's all I remember. Uh, you were like, "What? That's crazy." That's why, like, I mean, many uh, developer here, uh, like, uh, many indie studios are still in their, you know, startup phase right now. They're trying to make a name for themselves in the mobile market. So you won't find many Indian console. Actually. Uh, there's a shout out to the game Raji that was it's an for it's India's it's probably India's first uh, indie game to come to release fully on console. Ooh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's, that's uh, started something new. Yeah, it released this August and yeah, so it 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 gave it gave people hope that you know you can reach there. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. There should be hope. It should be. A push to continue to expand and grow these game studios, so they can start making stuff for consoles. That people can start buying consoles, and it's it's gonna take a while. But I think yeah, just yeah. just have hope. And then also, I'm curious, does when you become a game developer, like decide you're gonna do that? Do you does everyone assume it's like, hey, I'm gonna do a game development here, or do people try to go somewhere else, like Poland or America, to do game development, or is that just out of the question? Is that just too expensive? It's actually, yeah, it's the last one that he said. Like, mm-hmm, no one yeah. just, uh, like, if, especially, even in my case, I was like, okay, uh, well, right, the different thing that a few other universities have got their own game development courses mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, like diplomas and all in game design. So they're educating people. But uh, it's been pretty recent for such stuff. It wasn't always so. So if someone picked up game development, it was always being self taught. And that probably wasn't easy for everyone. <laughs> Being self-taught. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. When was this? Like what? Five years ago? Three years ago? Being self-taught? Are we talking about like long-term? Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm talking long-term. Like it's been uh, 
these universities have been going on around. Uh, the, the popularity has been recently increasing. It's just that, uh, you know, like in my case, I never went to such a, a specialization uh, college, but uh, I'd rather, you know, I went to Udemy. I, I told you, right, uh, like when we talked first that uh, game dev uh, TV was my go-to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, cause, so, yeah, that's, I was going to get into that in a second, but continue. Yeah, no, no, no you can Oh, yeah, so what I was going to say is that, like, the thing when I meant by it's harder long, oh, yeah, it's harder long term is because there wasn't a lot of resources like we have now. Like, there's no, there was no Bracky, exactly. no YouTube, no Udemy, no GameDev.TV. So, I mean, learning stuff was really just trial and error and, and, and see where you could possibly go, yes or no. But for now, you got, like, a GameDev.TV or you even got Home Team GameDev, which is these just resources are allowing it to be so easy to just be with people, game developers, learn your skills, right, right. practice something, make your own games. And in fact, I think it's, it might even be better to go to school for whatever like specialization. Like maybe if you want to do programming, you go for a computer science program, and then you learn game development on the side. Exactly, that's like the perfect spot. Yeah, and then like if you want to do art, you go and learn like all the art stuff, and then do game yeah. art, or game concept art on the yeah. side. That way you can like learn all that good stuff, and learn all the game stuff, and you get like different perspectives, and it's you're set off for like whatever you want to do. Because I hear gameplay programming degrees aren't that good, but programming degrees exactly. are good, and you could just look. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's because they don't touch every topic. Mm -hmm. They don't go in depth. Yeah. So I think that's that's the way to go. Way to go is go. If you do want to go to school, go to school for whatever main thing you want to do, and then learn game stuff on the side. Because and of course, like TV, you know, eighty-five percent off. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the best part. Like it's uh, affordable for everyone, and the the quality. I, I can vouch for it. For everyone who's listening. (laughs) (laughs) right like if 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 you guys are if anyone's setting an example of mine uh, of where i am it's because of their channel so i'm pretty sure like i i still have many colleagues of mine who are just starting out game development or who others i have met whose uh, everyone's journey started from game dev team like the top udemy go to class that's crazy that's look at that the game the tv is just changing the lives of people all around the world yeah uh, one uh, i have to say one downside of the amount of resources we have nowadays is that it's actually very easy to be lazy as well like to just <laughs> follow yeah people exactly uh, those tutorials on youtube and like not try to do it by yourself so you don't that's actually so learn anything you just absorb a bunch of nothing for like 10 hours then you have a working well mechanic or whatever but you don't actually learn it you don't actually know how to do it like so how'd you build it you're like i don't know i just follow the tutorial (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) no actually no that's a big one ricardo because that's been my problem for like two three years ago where i was just like i'm taking all these courses doing all this stuff but i don't feel like i know how to do anything (laughs) it's like it's cool i made it but when you ask me how to so do that's, it, like, eh. that's where the saying goes, right? If you want to learn game dev, you got to make games on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, uh, what kind of games do you make? Do you make big games or small games? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make big games, but I end up making small games. There you go. You don't make wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was having this conversation like three days ago, actually. A guy was telling me on the clan chat saying, oh, yeah, I try to make games all the time. And I, I tried like four or five times to do something. And uh, but I never finished them. Uh, and then I said, "Yeah, I think you're making your projects too big. Try to make something small." And then he said, "Yeah, probably." Right, right, right. 
that's why these courses uh, cover up, cover up many small topics you know uh, the the projects are pretty small but they cover a lot of uh, technical stuff at the same time so well, that's, that's really why big thing. especially with a lot of these tutorials a lot of it is the mechanic a lot of them aren't the best but on youtube a lot of it is trying to teach you different things so that you can go do it on your own Games.tv, I think, does the best because they give you the challenge and they say, actually, do it on your own. And then you feel like, all right, cool, like I'll, I'll, I'll do the challenge and stuff. But the idea is that you have to take what they did and then just change it to whatever you need it for. I've noticed that so, you ask some of these questions and it's like, it's like, yeah, we can't show you every single thing you want to do, but we can show you some of the basics and then you can just kind of tweak some things and do it on your own. Solve your own problem. Exactly. So basically, because YouTube mostly are like, you know, just go to tutorials, like they just do it and you just got to watch and copy it. Uh, in the case of, I don't know, uh, gamedev.tv, I've, I've seen uh, Rick and Ben just go deep down explaining every bit. They might, they might write one line of code, but they'll, you know, speak the history of it. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's a good thing. I mean, it doesn't, uh, I mean, the, uh, the courses are pretty charming too, so you never get bored. So they, the point is that uh, if you're li writing even one line of code, knowing why you're writing that is pretty important. And I learned this the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we all did. But, but yeah, tell uh, yeah. me a story about how you learned this. Uh, uh, you mean uh, like game development? Yeah, yeah, like we say, you learned it the hard way. Like, so what was the experience yeah. like? So that's because, so the thing was, I, like I said, I started with uh, the first time I picked up game dev, it was through Unreal Engine. Mm -hmm. So it was uh, Ben's course yeah, uh, back in 2016. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So at that time, I was like, okay, I'm going to get into this. I did, I completed the course and I did a few, you know, uh, internships. But mm -hmm. the problem was that I wasn't getting uh, many opportunities, you know, concrete uh, opportunities that would give me a big chance to learn or, you know, get into the industry, at least one step closer. So I had hit a wall because uh, there was, like I said, there's a scarcity for Unreal Engine in India. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I was like, OK, uh, I got to learn Unity now. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to you know uh re go through a course again it, just like uh, yeah, uh he said everyone gets lazy at one point mm -hmm. so even i was like ah, i'm not yeah. sure to learn unity so what i did was i i bluffed on one of my resumes at that point i was like hey man i gotta fake it till you make it oh god no <laughs> and, <laughs> and then <laughs> no, I mean, this is a pretty bad example, but it, it you know, it worked out for the best. It's because when I got hired uh, at the office itself, I started picking up stuff and doing it all my own. So I was learning while working full time. Wow, okay, dang, that's that's not easy though. You can't so, just go and be like, oh, I'm a gameplay exactly. programmer. Like, how did yeah. you do so, that? How did you? Yeah. So, <laughs> so what's funny was I did my first uh, Unity uh, internship wasn't a game company. It was mm. actually. Uh, uh, an electronics company who made embedded systems and all that. So they wanted a certain, they had certain projects that they wanted a Unity as servers or like uh, third-party uh, third bridges. Uh, like, for example, the first project that I worked was a basic, uh, you'll have your TV screen and then if you can put it in an exhibition and you know, when people come in, they can take a selfie on this, on your phone. And just you know, sling slingshot your phone, and it just splashes your image on the screen. So they wanted that through Unity. Okay. So I, 
I, so it wasn't so my point is i started i when i first uh, entered unity's world i didn't have any game dev experience but i learned the in, about the engine itself which i see that most people actually don't do when they learn game dev they like okay uh, okay this is a game this is how you make it and that's it what helped was to learn about the engine itself yeah cuz that's another thing too with these courses you're learning two things at once the engine and the programming so exactly. unity is not it, it's just like anything else you use like uh, word or blender there's a lot of things you just don't know the thing is though i've also noticed that you don't need all the tools right. on there you just need to learn like the basic things whatever you like, need yeah like kind of like word and then the other things if you need it you go figure it out and, and it's cool it's got all these tools and stuff but you can get a lot done if you just learn the basics of unity you know the fundamentals of programming and you're ready to solve problems Boom. yeah, yeah. agreed if you're something new every few years you're not really doing it right even if you're working with the same tools mm. right 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 yeah. like if you if you're not just shouting and screaming at your screen at the middle of the night like i just did it the way it should be done but it's not working things are not going right <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, it was funny i did i was trying to solve an unreal problem and it spent like five hours, didn't work. I put it away, came back the next day, was talking to my friends, and I solved it in like two seconds. I was like, are you serious? Oh, that's, that's, that's pretty, <laughs> that's like, the weirdest wow. thing. Because that... oh, I, was, I was actually doing it. I was sta- screaming at the screen. I was like, why aren't you working? You're supposed to be working. Everything is right. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, it's got the wrong mesh name. It's getting the mesh when I already have the oh. mesh set up. And stuff like that. So I was like... That's that's even more frustrating when it's just one single string yeah. destroying your whole life. Yeah, exactly. Because you think it's something else. and Yeah, but I figured it out. I was so happy. I was like, yes, it's working. I just go to sleep. I sleep over my problems. Yes. It's Ricardo's yeah, it, method. It works it's perfect. so well. It does, though. It does. It's usually before you fall asleep, actually. Usually, I get the the answer like in bed like almost falling asleep oh Oh, no no just you know when you're just in bed relaxing and then you realize oh yeah i should just do that right okay and then yes please note it down don't forget it right put a note i'll put it next to your line i send myself an email it works so well oh sure that's a good one yeah I use the uh, Apple Notes on my phone. I just put it in there, and sometimes you get lost in there, but it's okay. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you, you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, did you ever take the Unity Game Did That TV course, or did you just learn from uh, working? Well, yeah, no, I did take it, uh, but uh, ended up, you know, getting my hands dirty, and so. I couldn't complete that course, but fortunately, uh, my colleagues and my close friends. Uh, close friends, whoever you know needed to learn, I always had that course in handy. Mm. Okay. Now, um, what was your favorite part about the uh, the Unity course? Did you complete like the first half? Did you get some of those uh, games done? Uh, I don't actually remember. It's pretty. It was uh, I, I, the uh, the course that I completed for in case of game dev was the Unreal Engine one, the Unity one. Uh, I think I was it Space Shooter. I don't remember. You know, the Space Invader I, one. I, I, I think I, I I reached still uh, yeah Space Invader or uh, I just directly jumped on the last project the uh, Plant World kind of uh, mm. game I don't remember the name though. That's fine. So 
when you got into the uh the job the first job that you were into did you uh were you said afterwards basically like once you felt comfortable you were like i can do any gameplay programming position i'm just ready to like get into the industry so the thing is since the teams right uh in india they're pretty small like most of them so you can't just say that you're a gameplay programmer mm. so you're basically just uh for example you're a game programmer and they'll basically give you any task like you'll have to do you probably have to get your hands dirty all around the department like not just the gameplay maybe uh some server side some front end some ui then gameplay so it's not just one task that you do mm-hmm. uh so when i got my first job uh by then i was pretty confident because during my uh engineering years i freelanced as much as i could no really yeah so i by then i had like three years of experience in you know uh getting shouted by uh, like shouted on by your boss and <laughs> trying to make deadlines <laughs> by midnight <laughs> oh my gosh hey but you yeah, did it so. you faked you faked it until you made it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i'm i mean uh at that point i uh when i started off that fake it till you make it uh thing a uh, phrase i was like okay if i if i'm uh, bluffing about this i might as well you know learn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so it does I mean, help. it's pretty bad advice but it does push you of course you don't want to be like you don't want to feel like a fool yeah. you want to show them but, like yeah there's a huge difference like you know when you're freelancing uh and you're when you're a solo dev uh that experience is completely different from when you're working uh on an industrial level with a whole team uh uh so that's what i saw most uh, like the most difference was because at, when you're so when you're doing a solo dev there's no one monitoring you so probably it's just your own way and you know you i used to be like okay i'm just going to get the job done so this is for uh, from a fresher's perspective uh that you know the mistake that i did was basically you know i'd be like okay uh they want this thing uh this is the game design and no matter uh h- how it goes i'll just make it and i'll make it work as long as it works it's fine mm. so but after graduation after getting my first job uh i learned that they, there's a lot of things that you got to look after especially you know the reusability of your programming uh the uh the scaling and if you know if someone someone else from your team wants to work with you or you know you someone else has to replace you it's got to be understandable so you're going to think a lot about it depending on the scale of the game mm-hmm. and make sure you don't make it too big don't make well but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. but you yeah, know that's important and then also wanted to get into your certifications you you got what you did like a ton of hackathons and stuff like that oh yeah so how, how uh, that like <laughs> it's funny because uh what i wanted to do were game jams but unfortunately i i was too afraid to do them alone <laughs> and mm. i suck at art same we were, so, we're pretty bad <laughs> yeah i know so the feeling i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't get a team so i was like okay I, uh my roommate back in college uh he's pretty uh, always hyped up about uh, you know these hackathons and all so i was like okay i might as well join uh, i got an excuse to uh, maybe travel from university <laughs> to a new place meet new uh, tech savvy people uh so most of the hackathons that i did uh, didn't uh, uh, like i couldn't involve any game development unfortunately it was mostly uh, android applications or things like machine learning and all But those help a lot, right? Because like, I've never done a hackathon, but I feel like it's like putting your program skills to the test. Because it's like what nonstop hack coding. Yeah, it's a fun experience. 
I mean, yeah. it's like it's uh, uh, if you're doing it with a group of friends uh, that you enjoy being with, it's just fun. Even if you don't end up winning it or don't have a, you know, uh, don't have a finished product by the end, it's still a fun experience because you get to meet a lot of new pe- people. Mm-hmm. You won what once as first place and another time as second place, and you uh, finalist. You know, you'll be pushing yourself. Uh, yeah, so uh, one was first, and then in a few, we came second. And others were, so there. it depends on the hackathon. So there are different ki- types of hackathons. So uh, some hackathons, you know, you had to clear certain rounds before you went to the uh, venue for the finals. Hmm. So in those, yeah, we made it to the finals. But, you know, uh, and uh, if it's not a software hackathon, hardware always beats software. <laughs> so really I just thought it was biased. Yeah, I mean, uh, no comments, but uh, their judgment wasn't that right. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I'm calling it right now. Not right. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> but still, it's, it's really cool, dude. Congrats again first for that one. Uh, thanks. That was actually even uh, the uh, our, my first hackathon experience was also a fake it till you make it experience. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's going to be the title of this podcast. <laughs> no, it's because uh, it's it's actually a funny story. So we used to uh, take funding from our university to travel, right, uh, to that set place for the hackathon, and we had taken their money, booked the tickets, but uh, the go- it was a government hackathon, but the government had postponed it. So we were like, okay, we already used the money. What should we do now? So we contacted the hackathons organizers and they're like, okay, there's one more hackathon, uh, but it's nothing regarding the tech that you were about to do. It's related to blockchain. So uh, so if you guys could learn blockchain on the way and pull off something, you guys can come. So we're like, okay, we, we jumped on the train. It was a 72 hour journey. And in those 72 hours, we have we had our Udemy courses, our uh our torrent courses, everything on, and within 72 hours, we're like, we're gonna learn this shit. Wow, dude! That's... <laughs> Did you just it say was... a 72-hour journey? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That was because oh, we we didn't get in flight tickets. It was last moment, so we had to travel by train. Oh my gosh! Well, I guess it was perfect. Yeah. Give you time. Man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> For the situation, we got all the time to learn. We were at the station, just you know, uh, the station Wi-Fi, just got, trying to complete the course. This it was a seventy-two hour course. Wow, that was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun experience. <laughs> you make it. We're gonna go on a train across India, learn blockchain, and and how did you win that uh, hackathon? Did you like? I mean, we uh, yeah, we we did get a certificate. Uh, so it was funny because we had our tutorials on, and the judges were just you know being like. Feels wild working. <laughs> so uh, it was a different experience. It was quite fun. You, 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 wow. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't have done it. So uh, the, I, I couldn't have done it with my team. So we had this uh, four, like including me, we were four guys, two of our college seniors, and we two were freshers. Me and my roommate, and it was just we were like, we're gonna go on this. We're gonna take the risk, and it's uh, cheers to them. <laughs> Cheers to the cheers. To, yeah, cheers to you guys. Do you still do stuff with blockchain or is it just that one time thing? You know what? I actually tried uh, thinking about, you know, maybe. Uh, so GitHub, I think, had one opportunity, like some game jam chain. Like you build your, uh, your game on blockchain. 
but the thing was that i i couldn't go all the way like i tried making a game on blockchain but it was like i got stuck and then i left it <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah blockchain is a whole other thing in itself it's like yeah true i know he's making a game of like basically he uses the blockchain or like the crypto price as a way to like either give your uh, towers more power or less powers and it's like a crypto tower oh. defense game it's one of the best things like ever and that's awesome you need to play it when it comes out but here's a little like here's what it looks like and it's a trailer yeah but i love the idea of like because the idea is to teach people too about crypto and blockchain while playing the game you can learn about what bitcoin is litecoin is what's a blockchain what's a hash what's a what's a block what's yeah. all these things and then because people don't really know and then as bitcoin keeps because right now i think it's at fourteen thousand. it's just it's just rising yeah, fourteen ninety seven. Can you believe that, guys? And the highest ever been was twenty thousand. What do you think is gonna be the next high? Like what? Wait, what? What the heck? It's insane. But yeah, so that's cool. And then uh, any games? How many games have you made? Like so, like on your own project? I mean, uh, so unfortunately, I haven't had my own personal game come out because, uh, like, my dream game is still waiting. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find a team for it. Mm. Uh, and the time for it. That's true. But uh, most, mo- yeah. I was gonna say, what about the other little smaller projects? Like that, like maybe yeah. a big game, but like what? Are, yeah. Yeah. So most of the things, uh, uh like uh, we used to, like you, uh, one of the in the one of the podcasts previously, you had mentioned, like we we do these tutorials, right? So even if you don't have your own idea, you can always make them your own game. Okay. So, right. I used to do those things. Like uh, I used to take them and then redo it or like you know kind of reverse engineer it and to make it a completely different game just using the same mechanic so but the most of the games that i developed uh on my portfolio are you know in for freelance projects or other clients that want to like it's been mostly hyper casual uh 2d 3d shooters or you know a poker <laughs> yeah yeah poker i see the uh poker texum hold'em tetris yeah, so the the first uh, big project that I worked was uh, when I got my first full-time job. So uh, they already had a product. So it's uh, the first uh, company that I worked for. They um, they they have a online cricket multiplayer. So on mobile. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they had been developing it for around two years before I joined. So the game already existed. We just kept you know updating it, improving it. So that was the first time I, I worked on a big project. Uh, but uh, the, next, uh, the next big project actually is the one I'm working right now for the current studio I'm in. So it's, uh, it's unannounced, but like, uh, so uh, I, I'm not sure if you know, uh, but uh, do, you, do you know that PUBG is banned in India? What's banned? PUBG? PUBG. Oh, PUBG. Uh, pu- I didn't know that though. Yeah, so... Uh, uh pubg famous in india and uh it it got banned so they actually they just closed the servers because of the violence yesterday, day before, yes. uh no 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 uh they uh there's been some refute uh between india and china so uh india banned a lot of chinese apps and uh pubg was one of them hmm. so that's, since, that's annoying but yeah like there hasn't been a moment so that's what uh, like so currently i'm working on that like trying to make a br that's that completely shows india 
of VR that completely shows India, like a like Google yeah, Earth. Yeah, a battle royale. No, no, like battle royale game VR. Oh, that'd be cool. And it's like in India, yeah. like you can drop into one of the cities in India and and. Yeah, it's like uh, the map's gonna be Indian influenced, so you might have like uh, temples, different uh, scenic villages. Um, so, uh, like, uh, probably maybe by the end of this year, we'll have a uh, we'll have a trailer for it. Oh, that's so exciting! Uh, so you guys send that to me. So, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So we're trying to be the first uh, Indian battle royale. That's a noble goal. Oh, that's a yeah. I wish you guys the best. Against time. Yeah, uh, it's a race against them a little bit. Yeah, because uh, like I like I said, the market's open, so uh, I'm pretty sure uh, many uh, many people are up for it. It's just that who who gets it first. <laughs> so the work's uh, work's been pretty high. I bet it's been kind of stressful. You guys been working really hard for it. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of late nights. Are you, how are you trying to make it like PUBG, like Black Call of Duty, like Fortnite, like Apex? So uh. Well, um, it's uh, it's still in design. It's still uh, like you know in the first uh, design, so nothing's final yet. But right now, it kind of looks like a hybrid of PUBG and Call of Duty. Okay, cool. Good. I like the. But, um, the, I like the but uh, personally, uh, I want like the UI elements to be a bit funky, like Fortnite. Uh, yeah, I love Fortnite. I still play every like every other day. I, just I mean, I personally not. have been a <laughs> Call of Duty fan. <laughs> oh, same. I play that too, and it's just bad. The PS5 is coming out next week. I'm gonna be playing that too. Just next uh, week already? Yeah. Oh yeah. Time I'm up on Thursday. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I already yeah. have a PS5 controller. It's so cool. <laughs> you have a controller, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I would totally buy one, but I'm 100% sure I won't find time to play it. Exactly. <laughs> it's like all the games that we buy and we never play on Steam. Yeah, and then uh, like escalated to a f- an entire console. Like, I'm not wasting that much money. Yeah, don't. I mean, it's fine. Like, even if you even if you have a PC or a PS4 right now, it's it's still gonna go a long way. It's not like they're gonna stop making PS4 games. That is true. Now. Yeah. But I just want Bro. that. I just come on, like, come on. <laughs> it's also the first time I ever bought, off. like, uh, when it came out. Usually, I just grab like a used one, but nah, this is the first time. Like, is it, guys? Release date. Give me that. Yeah, sure. The only way I think I'm gonna play a PS, uh, like, on the PlayStation Five, I'm like, uh, I told my girlfriend because she, so I'm using her PlayStation Four right now, and I'm like, uh, let me know if you get a PS Five on the whole. Uh, That's awesome. I'll call you. We need to get her on for the next episode. <laughs> but um, nah, I'm I'm fine with it. Actually, yeah. what's funny is even I interviewed for them. You know, we we both went in together. Oh really? But, uh, yeah, but I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, thanks. So so I then landed my other first job, which is Yellow Desk Studio. Uh no, uh my first job was Deaf Touch. Okay. Yellow Desk is my current one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how was it working there? I saw you did like uh, different mechanics, logic, UI programming, and all that stuff. Did you, did yeah. you learn that on the job, or did you know that beforehand? <laughs> so basically, I learned it on the job. I actually, so uh, most of the things that I did was uh, at least the UI stuff I knew already, but uh, certain things. So my job there was since they already had a functioning game, like so they didn't need gameplay programming done. They already had their gameplay. So uh, my yeah. job was actually so since it's an online multiplayer, they didn't have a social hub, you know, where you could uh, uh, 
add friends, uh, send them requests for match play, uh, maintain, a, maintain a friend list, or you know, a community, a WhatsApp community, or something like that. So I was in charge of making that module for them. So most of the stuff that I, so for like I said, I have I had experience of uh, Unity uh, game dev. So making the UI part was easy, but the backend I was using, I had to learn Android. So I had to learn how to like, you know, uh, integrate certain APIs to, you know, send in the request, receive notifications and all that. How long did it take you to learn that? Did you have to do a lot of like late nights studying Android stuff? I did it on the spot though. Like, I mean, I, so I just figured I, I found out a way to use a certain, uh, it's basically something that uh, Android uses for push notifications. Hold on, let's start that again, because it cut out some of the important parts that you said. So, so. I said that I learned it on the spot. So they, so the tech was, uh, uh, so Unity, uh, fortunately, has a lot of uh, uh, third-party APIs that I can use. Like Unity, uh, many uh, companies make you know Unity SDKs for Android. Mm -hmm. So I just needed to learn to use them. Uh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, but it was fun. It's it was a different experience. It was uh, something other than gameplay. Mm. But now, like for instance, this whole idea. For instance, studying that seventy-two hour. Um, blockchain hackathon thing how do you guys make sure you retain all that knowledge that you take in for 72 hours because like yeah how, how do you study so <laughs> basically uh are you just asking me in the case of blockchain or is, is it anything new like, i mean anything but i feel like that's a great example of how you were able to take something that you just learned and um, apply it to something yeah uh so the most important part is to know what you exactly want Mm -hmm. So that would, you know, uh, you would avoid uh, wasting a lot of time, you know, uh, reading unnecessary things that you're not That's even going to use. Wow. So, yeah. So uh, you gotta, yeah, you gotta put <laughs> in, in the effort. Is... Uh... <laughs> so simple yet so I failed to do. Exactly. So you, so uh, my suggestion would be rather than you know uh, putting maximum effort on studying everything, you should put maximum effort on knowing what you want. And, that, and then particularly study that. And not just study. When I say study, it's not just, you know, go through the documentation and be like, oh, okay, this is it. Uh, I'll do this. But rather uh, open the documentation or open some tutorials side by side. Just do it on the spot. I, I believe that if you do it uh, on the spot, you would remember it rather than reading about it. Mm, no, 100%. Uh, reading stuff or even listening. It just it just goes in one ear, comes out the other one. But if I do it and I see it being done, I got you. I can do it. Or I can at least figure exactly. it out on my own. Yeah. So uh, the thing is, uh, uh, you know, to put it in layman's terms, the best way is, uh, the, like, for example, I uh, has a joke. I say the four-year degree that I have in computer science helped me search Google better. <laughs> that was more than enough. <laughs> Like if you know how to search on Google, yeah. very you can solve uh, anything. Yeah, exactly. You can. It's a it's a very good tool that I learned that people you know they don't uh, they don't uh, appreciate that skill. That itself is a skill, you know, to learn to know what to search. No, it's true that like at some point you can be like, oh, you're just looking up the answer and sure, but a lot of googling, a lot of like figuring things on your own is something that I noticed exactly. everybody has. Like, for instance, when I was younger, it's like, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to go figure out how to do it. 
And if that it means like opening up my PlayStation, taking it apart, so I can put it on my hard drive, I'll do all that. But like, oh, my yeah. brother or sister, they'll be like, oh, the thing's broken. I'm like, okay. And they're like, can you can you fix it or can you figure out why? And I'm like, I mean, I can, but like, why? What can't you do the same for yourself? It's like it's what I did. And then it's just it's just not normal for most people to be like, okay, this is what's wrong. Let me go look it up. Let me go find the parts. Let me go fix exactly. it. It's it's but crazy. That, but like, isn't that how problem solving works, right? Uh, like you need to know what the problem is. That's true, yeah. But you also sometimes need to f- go and figure it out. What it, like, yeah. That's that's why I like what you said. You just have to find out what you want to know and then go study that. You have to go figure it out. I mean, that's effort. that's like uh, utopia. Like, I know it doesn't work always like that. You gotta uh, do hit and trial. But you know, in the best case scenario, yeah, you can yeah. always know what you want. Like, for example, I told you, like, if I want to, uh, if I if I want to know that, okay, I'm gonna shoot a gun, like. Uh, uh, I want to know uh, how to push the bullet out. Mm-hmm. So, so how are we gonna figure it out? Yeah, what are we gonna do? Get animations, parts, assets. Especially in programming, there's like multiple answers to one problem, so it gets pretty uh, confusing. It is true. There's multiple ways to do it, but then as you learn, you understand that some are better arc like design exactly like, exactly yeah. true true some is easier Performance to read optimization yeah. is something that uh, a lot of uh, new uh, newcomers don't uh, uh you know uh, pay attention to no, that's a big one did how did you learn that was it through like the, the a college your work or just like no books, no like, unfortunately it was never through college uh, i i learned it when i uh, started working full-time mm-hmm. because uh, and i told you right everyone works here on the mobile platform Mm-hmm. So when you're developing for something uh, that isn't as powerful as the console or PC, you gotta optimize the hell out of it. And so, when you optimize it, is there like any procedures you follow? Is it like the book, clean code? Like how do you know what to optimize? No. So it's basically uh, like uh, depends on what you're working on. It, uh, so the the best practice would be always. Uh, uh, to you know, avoid uh, making your code uh, too expensive, mm. like you know, avoiding loops, or you know, uh, using more switch cases, which are you know, pretty direct. Uh, so uh, maybe you're using uh, singletons. Are are the best ways? You know, uh, like uh, if you're uh, in in case of Unity, if you're using something like you know, get component, mm-hmm. and your project's pretty huge. And you, you, but you know also that what you want. So there's no use for that get component. You can always assign it directly. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just gonna look through your whole project unnecessarily. So. Oh wow. Okay. So well, yeah. So. What are the little uh, tips or um, hacks you have for like doing doing programming in Unity? In in case of uh, you know UI programming. Yeah. Um. Like if you wanna. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> right uh, right on the top of my head, I just can't think of anything. But. Uh, but it's like uh, if if you're on uh, uh, UI and you want some animations or something, so you could always you know uh, use uh, something known as tweening. Mm, okay. So uh, if uh, anyone who's hearing who doesn't know of it, I'd I'd suggest to check it out. Uh, it's a very uh, pre- pretty good technique. It 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 uh, helps you avoid uh, update functions. So it's it's gonna be called just uh, in one frame, and it's gonna do the same task throughout the other frames in just in one function call. So, wow. like, yeah. So there are many. It it depends on uh, the situation that you're in when you're optimizing. It might like uh, 
if it's uh, graphics, you know, you, uh, most people to, you know, make their uh, materials in their, on their assets uh, uh, look pretty realistic. They, they, you know, try to take in shadows. I suggest that, you know, in 2D or on the user's perspective, if you think that's not required, you don't do it. And so it, it, it's pretty minute stuff that only you, I, uh, you learn when you're making games and you want to enhance the performance on a low-end device. Mm -hmm. uh, these are good tips. It, you only, only really learn that when you're doing making games. Like you can't really you can read about it, but if you don't do it, you won't. Yeah. It won't stick. You, yeah. I I, w I didn't even hear of how, uh, about half of the things that I spoke of until I I was put in a situation that you know uh, the games become slower or it's not running in 60 FPS. Mm. So what's uh, what might what might cause that? And there you go, and then you find a solution and you get better um, code. Exactly. Optimization. Yeah. Trial and error. That's. Yeah, that's the stuff where I'm at now where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to understand how to do all this mechanic stuff. Now I need to understand how to make it perform better. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's that's where it, that's when you know that you're making progress because mechanics, you know, we we can always learn, but these techniques are something, you know, people miss out. Mm -hmm. I agree. Now, I'm curious, do you have any moments where you felt like um, you were like in a winter, like it was just like it was hard to get through stuff. You had so many struggles, or you were like dealing with like maybe not getting work at right out of school. Like, do you have any moments like that where you just had so many obstacles? Uh, many actually. It depends. Mm -hmm. Are you are you talking about uh, technical projects or uh, just approaching game development as a career? The approaching game development as a career, more like how you dealt with like mental health situation or like tough times. Yeah, yeah, tough times. Yeah. So I. Uh, you could say I'm actually very fortunate. Uh, my biggest support has been my mother. So here, uh, like having your parents' support in such tough situations, it's uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. Especially when you're in a field uh, where it's very tough to explain to your parents itself what you're exactly doing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you just gotta show them Fortnite, yes. or or like just show them the money. Don't even show them the game. <laughs> just show them the money. So, you, you see know? this game? <laughs> it made this much money, so... I mean, to yeah. be fair, like, <laughs> games are easier to explain than, like, what I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean... You can point to the game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're humans, mate. They're, they aren't just yeah. cavemen. You just go, hey, game. <laughs> that game. Yeah, that is a game. I yeah. made it. I made it. People are playing it. Yeah. I'm making people happy, and it's bringing yeah. food to the plate. What's wrong with that? Exactly. Oh, that's actually a very good way. Uh, I'm gonna quote you <laughs> to people who are, you know, having tough times uh, telling their parents. I'm like, it's putting food on the plate. I'm making people happy. What else do you want? <laughs> exactly. What else you need? What? <laughs> I'm literally. You're literally doing all the good things in life. In, in life. Yeah, I mean, others. I wish I, I wish yeah. I knew of these few uh, wise lines when I uh, told my parents <laughs> that. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been in situations, so I, I've learned what to say. But um, but no, I mean, honestly, like actually, I kind of just thought of that right now. But in 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 a way, you really are doing a lot of good things for people most of the time. If you work for a good yeah. studio, you're really helping bring people together, like games where they, you mm -hmm. know. If, they, if it's a good single player, you're finding a place for people to escape to to help them like deal with like let their stress out, just relax. And exactly. it's pretty tough job, so you're getting paid pretty good. And yeah, it's bringing food. Like 
honestly, it's one of the best jobs you can do. You, and you get to Especially play in these times. Yeah. When, when Corona happened, I was like, this is the only, only industry that's going to say, you know, this is like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, okay, everyone's home. The people that never played games even got their hands on games. And no, everyone's just like, and everyone actually, got forced. It's the best for the industry because of the corona. Now people working from home. So people are now with their families. And even if they do crunch or all that stuff, at least they're at home. They're safe. They're calm with their family. Because before it was more like, no, you cannot work from home because of – and I, I got it. Like legal reasons, security, the game, the, the story. You can't let all that out. Exactly, but now exactly. they're like, we, it's okay. We can do it. We can have safety precautions with contracts. I mean many, I, many studios have even started you know, working for home, from home full time. They're like, mm-hmm. they're just dissed on the office. Yep, and that's... I mean, it's because, cheaper. Exactly, yeah, the yeah, money. Show them the exactly. money. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's always about the money. It really is, though. It really is. Yeah, yeah. like, just the amount of coffee I drink every day. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> enough to bankrupt some company. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro, how much you drink a day? Like, five cups. What? Probably drinking I one drink. now. On Fridays, yes. Yeah, he's, yeah, he probably is drinking one right now. And then some wine. Wait, no, I'm having one. That's a that's a weird mix. <laughs> oh no, it's just Ricardo. It's in different moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once during, once once while making the game, and once after. Yeah, especially <laughs> if, if the game is not that good, you need a lot of wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even if it is good, you need a lot of wine. Exactly. Yeah, two different, very different classes of wine. Though. <laughs> <laughs> One's gonna have a beer, a beer glass with wine in it. <laughs> oh gosh, I love white wine. White wine's really good. Yes. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just record in case something good comes out. Hey, yeah, just dude. Add clips. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Work <Wait>. meeting. <laughs> work meeting. Dude. Work That's meeting so podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh that's pretty good though at least people get to know that oh these are how the meetings go that's true it's a learning experience yeah, it's not all that flash, yeah. But i have to say uh, especially uh, in most courses at least like the group the teamwork stuff like tools in general and i think that's the part that's lacking the most in most courses yeah, like you, yeah. many courses don't mention like version control or Oh, that's uh, a waste, bad one. Like, waste to work in a team. Oh, version control yeah. was something pretty messy even for me, man. I almost screwed my, uh, screwed my whole uh, project uh, with my whole team. <laughs> uh, just because of uh, You're version control. I mean, I, I wasn't in that case, but it was like a genuine, uh, genuine mistake. I, I could I didn't even make it, but I didn't even fake it at that point. <laughs> because it was it was at that point that you know I uh, my I was like uh, before pulling uh, everyone's work, I you know I pushed mine first, mm-hmm. and I don't know everything went haywire from there, and no one knew what the problem was, and we were up all night at the office thinking why is it uh, screwing up all the updates. So uh, everyone's work just poof. And the next day, they found they pin they were able to pinpoint the system, and it was mine. That was my first job. So everyone just looked at me like the newbie messed it up. Oh god! How did you deal with that? Were you like embarrassed, nervous? 
I mean, yes, I was devastated. I was like, uh, I was, I was afraid of maybe a fight even break out, but I was oh, like, oh. Uh, because, uh, because it was like, uh, since I was the most uh, junior developer there, even in the current company, I'm the most junior. So everyone's pretty experienced. So if, if they mess up, it's like, okay, uh, they, they somehow manage it. But if I mess up, it's just like, I feel, I feel cornered. <laughs> so in that in that situation, I mean, but but honestly, it's after those mistakes that you know when you remember remember them, you're like, nope, uh, it's just, you just got scarred. You're not gonna make that mistake ever. No, like we said, yeah, you get scarred. You you remember that it happened. You're like, okay, let's not let that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's why I asked twice <laughs> before doing anything if if uh, there's an issue. <laughs> Uh, guys, you remember what happened the first time, so I'm going to be asking all the questions. Just bear with me, because I'm not getting this yeah, wrong. Sure. Mm -hmm. well, that's a good one, though, too. It's like people should learn to, you know, it's okay to ask for help or to get, like, a second opinion, just so you don't mess anything up. Yeah. I've heard that anywhere, like Naughty Dog 2, the guy we interviewed, Jack, he was like, yeah, like, I mean, I asked them for help, and they were willing to help me, and they probably got annoyed, but it's like, I just want to make sure everything was right, because... That's actually a very good habit, you know, uh, like, no matter how stupid the question, I mean, I, I have uh, had the habit of asking so many questions when I joined this studio, I told them I'm going to ask a lot of stupid questions, and even before asking a good question, I'd be like, I have a stupid question. They're like, yep. Like, yep, but, <laughs> but ask know, away. Yeah. yeah, because you're stupid for only a moment. Oh, I love that. <laughs> you are stupid for only a moment. Right, because then later on, you know, you might be helping some other stupid kid around the corner hey, when they hey. come to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's, no, that's, that's good. It's just like, just let go. It's put that, like, ego away and just, like, ask the question. You all, we all just don't right. know. We're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in fact, it really is kind of a, a shame because it really is just ego. Like, honestly, you when somebody says, hey, like, I don't know, it's, it's you letting down and being like, I don't know. And then it's okay if you guys laugh at me but just like let me know so we can all move forward together and the idea is like oh he doesn't know it's like why even that mentality it's like oh he doesn't know let's help explain it to him like it's this weird thing where it's like oh, we gotta feel better than people and it's like oh he doesn't know we know and no 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 and then don't feel afraid yeah. just like, be the guy who's always raising their hand I, I love I mean that's even one of the best uh, reasons I, uh, you know to work in the game industry because you know when you make a game everyone works together in a team so even if there's some kind of hierarchy like it's not maintained it's like it's just like a fun bunch of people equally uh, you know sharing their inputs mm -hmm. like you know if you're in a corporate you have certain like you have your seniors you gotta act that way uh, you don't know who Food no, approach, but you know, like mm -hmm. if you're working in a studio, you got your animators, your designers, everyone's just together, fooling around with something that they love. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love it. The game industry is the best. Game devs, woo, good life. But uh, but yeah, so I think this was awesome. I, exactly. This was uh, it's a lot of fun. Learned a lot. I'm uh, congrats yeah. on all your I, your stuff and faking it and making good. it. <laughs> but uh, um, I want to ask you. <laughs> I if mean, you can give it I'm not sure if that actually that is actually good advice. <laughs> no, I mean, is any of us depends on how advice? much you fake it? Yeah, it depends on how much you fake it. Like, if you know overall what you're doing and you get a position that you have to like stretch yourself a lot, it's good. If you have no idea what you're doing, like for real, then yeah, it's a problem. There you go. It's yeah, I guess there. it's 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 true.
especially for all the newcomers you know because when you're in a situation where they'll be like okay uh this job is for someone experienced who knows this who knows that and you have been you've been everywhere you're like everyone's asking experience you don't have experience <laughs> so you got to make their experience for yourself there you go yeah i have to say those lists of requirements for positions are so intimidating when when you're getting started like oh, they right, ask for right. like five languages like two foreign languages maybe three or four <laughs> frameworks and like three methodologies and whatever and you're probably going to work on something even more different and it's just going to be one thing yeah <laughs> yeah i know that a lot of it is just to have keywords for search algorithms so yeah yeah true 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 this is something many people don't know and that's why and uh, uh, also another thing is that you know when people start off like what i'd suggest uh, you know someone starting off uh, in the real world is that you know lots i i've noticed lots of my colleagues they have problem or problems if they you know fail an interview or uh, you know the interview asks uh, you know says something that they don't know about they be like uh i don't know but uh like you know you got to keep trying uh, yeah, uh, I, in my opinion the more amount of interviews you give the more knowledge you gain more than reading because <laughs> you know what, <laughs> what? 100% it's just keep putting yourself out there gaining experience and you'll learn a lot yeah I, i mean i have to say i got jobs where i said i don't know something in an interview like they, yeah. people respect that like mm-hmm. you don't have to know everything like mm-hmm. especially exactly. nowadays it's not like mid 90s that you had to actually you know open a book yeah, to find now out yeah now it's like uh, now it's like they want to know what you don't know and then yeah, more like, on with if that. you know how to find out how to do something like i had a an interview once right, that, right. Uh, it wasn't a language i didn't uh, i didn't uh, program in and like they just asked me to show how i i would solve a certain problem like and i i got a call back cuz i told them i would solve it like they want to see how you think not necessarily what you uh what you know yeah right 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 yeah they want to know that you can actually go in there and think and how to solve the problem and not just pre like know the answers to the interview questions cuz people can do that they yes oh practice, yeah practice, there's practice. a lot of channels on that yeah <laughs> Take the time to actually learn how to do it and think through the process. Because I even heard Neil deGrasse Tyson, the scientist, he was like, "It's always better to hire someone who actually goes out there and and thinks about the problem and solves it and th- does all of it. Even if he gets a little bit wrong, at least he understands the process. Where you get someone else who, yeah, sure, they got it right, but like, you want that guy, the guy who actually goes in and gets his hands dirty." Right. Mm-hmm. On that note, uh, I was going to ask you if you can give a challenge to the game dev TV community. Right. Uh well okay uh since this is uh, uh well to push you know graduates and everyone starting out new uh the most uh, uh common thing are the most i spoke of was about optimizing techniques in games so if you're learning game development uh i challenge you to uh find out and practice uh five different kinds of optimization techniques might may be regarding graphics ui backend programming anything just some way to make the game that you already have made even better. Beautiful. That's perfect. That's literally the best. Like one of the best ways to phrase that challenge. Yeah, no seriously. Good job. And uh thank we want to say thank you for coming on. You killed it really big. You your story's amazing. You, um congratulations on everything. Keep it up. Oh, 
You too, man. I'm yeah. probably... I'm, I freaked out the moment you even messaged me. I was like, how the, the hell do you guys find me? <laughs> <laughs> I, because, I mean, I keep up with the podcasts that you guys do. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I haven't uh, heard all of them. But the most I've heard, I was like, okay. I know the kind of guys you interview. So, I was like, why is he texting me? How does he even know me? <laughs> you're, you're like, what? Me? You've done people yeah. like Dog and Somniac and uh, uh, everywhere. Yeah. So, because and, but, I'm like, I, I haven't made it yet. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I know, but it's the idea at the beginning of this podcast, the community podcast, was that it was for ways for the community to kind of like express themselves, to talk about their journey, their game dev experience, what they're like. So it doesn't always have to be like these big people, but the idea too is, yeah, we want to get these big people on to help inspire everyone starting out saying they also went through challenges. They also spent 10 years doing this. They've also failed and came back. They deal with their right. scheduling like all this stuff. And it's helping everyone learn. And so like, I, I love the people who are making it, but I also want to hear from people who are like just starting industry or people who are right, like, right. like, like, yeah. So, so stuff like that. I just want to give a voice to everyone in this, in this community. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It was a, it was a surprise. So thank you for having me over. <laughs> I mean, it's it's still I, you guys have no idea like it's a it's a big deal I, especially uh, I told all my close friends I'm like this is a celebrity fame for game developers okay oh so, you're <laughs> like what this is <laughs> no I mean uh, seriously uh, uh, you guys uh, uh, the uh, the game dev the uh, TV community has been going on strong man yeah. I'm calling because. Um, I mean, it's still growing, and since uh, you're bringing in uh, people uh, like new graduates and all, and also that you know, it just it just uh, raises the uh, audience bar. So that's that's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, that's my dream. I'm gonna get them to a million students. That's my vision for them. Oh, right, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you. And then the way we want to end it off is we'll just hand the mic to you. Basically, you just end it off saying any shout outs, anything you want them to follow you on. You any- keep putting oh, me on the spot, eh? Uh, like yeah, but this this is for you now to say whatever you want. You're, you're like then this is for you, and then there be yeah. So thanks for coming on. And well, uh, okay, uh, let's say uh, if it's just for me, then uh, if this is celebrity fame, <laughs> then shout out to my shout out to my mom, to my close friends, to my girlfriend, to everyone who's been supported uh, supportive of me uh, in this journey, and see where you got me. You got me on GameDev.TV. Yay! Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. You can find all GameDev.TV courses at courses.gamedev.tv slash courses or in the show notes with a 10% discount. Get started with your game development journey today.